going to be kiki and down today, y'all, with Tazima Paris. I'm so excited to have this conversation. But what's good with y'all? Welcome to the Sex Kiki Podcast, the podcast about all things sex, life, and the queer experience for me, Coco Meow, Fatty and Bobby, and Chicago. My pronouns are she, they, that bitch, and guys. I'm a pleasure activist, kinky feline, dom, and non monog seductor. I love to play with my brain. Here on this podcast, I share excerpts from my sex journal. And y'all, today, I'm going to share this little key um, about dating. So recently, I, and I quote, recently, I started to give online dating a go. And I increased the age requirement and extending it to 50. I'm hoping for maturity, which is ageless, I know. But it seems like a little more likely. Maturity is so sexy to me. I don't include this one encounter in my mid-20s when I was dating this 51-year-old. He literally tried to make out with me as I was to go for a goodbye kiss when I was literally trying to go for a goodbye hug. I remember being very cutting with my words. Dating older obviously doesn't guarantee anything because maturity is a mindset. No matter what age you are, as as a process and an experience. Hold on, y'all. I'm trying to get this little thing together. Um, and so we gonna kiki with Tazima Paris. But before we start that, I'm gonna tell y'all a little bit about Tazima. I gotta read this bio. So Tazima Paris is a sex coach and pleasure mentor for high achieving women, 35 and older, who overthink, overgive, and end up overwhelmed. She creates space for women to identify their needs, prioritize pleasure, and go from resentful to radiant. Tazima draws communication tools and practices from her 20 plus years of research and experience to help women improve intimacy, increase confidence, and hold better boundaries. Periods. Let's bring Tazima into the conversation. It's just, it's time to have this conversation. It's been long overdue for us. Yes, indeed. It's been a long time coming. (laughs) Yeah. So I wanted to start by asking you as a coach, what identifiers do you explore with clients to recognize quality sex? Oh, this is one of my favorite um, questions. And I I do focus on women and femmes. um, And it's, sex is very different for women and femmes uh, because our bodies are different. Uh, People with vulvas have a different set of stuff going on when it comes to arousal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so quality sex, it's interesting, even even in in, um, interviews and research, they found that quality sex for men uh, tends to be that they got their needs met. They, they did all the things they wanted to do. And literally right. the difference for women and femmes is that it quality sex or good sex means it didn't hurt. Right. Those are two totally different spaces really and, and places to two, two different come froms. And so um, when we're talking about good sex, yeah, okay, it doesn't hurt, but like quality sex, taking it to that next level becomes mm. women and femmes identifying what they need and, and, and desire. So need and desire things that they, that will work for them and their boundaries to help them feel safe so that they can release and be in that high quality sex experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they don't have 
one of the three of those, if they haven't identified their needs, they don't know what their desires are, mm-hmm. or they don't have solid boundaries, like the sex can't really be as quality as possible. And it's really going to depend on luck and the skill <laughs> and the skill of their partner and that luck matching up with, <laughs> with right. their bodies and what they they actually like or what they respond to. Wow. That's so real. Cause it's like, I mean, I guess it's a conversation I had with a friend the other day. It's like, it's great to, I think this is why like, like solo sex awakening is so important because it, it literally, it, it's a collaboration like with yourself and other people. And if you literally have like tapped into your sexual energy, then therefore your, your chances are higher. Like we've all had the, that learning curve of like, not sticking to our boundaries or our needs to the point of like self-deprecation or yep. like not getting an email. And it's like, yep. you know, once you, you, once you are, uh, I guess, affirm for yourself and like let go of that shame and guilt or whatever conditioning, cause we all, you know, are dealing with the unlearning continuously. Like yeah. that process is so beautiful and it's so empowering because then we're able to with grace care and with radiance and with, you know what I'm saying, autonomy, be like, this is what I need. How can we collaborate? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and what I love what you're saying and what I've learned through the pursuit of pleasure and prioritizing pleasure is actually that getting turned on or being in your own sexual energy and cultivating that and raising it up, elevating it, creating more of it mm-hmm. before you even engage with another mm-hmm. is actually the thing that will help you with knowing what you need, knowing what you desire and knowing where your boundaries lie and being able to defend those boundaries or, or be able to stand up for like, actually, no, actually I prefer X, Y, Z. <laughs> It comes with the sexual energy, like the more sexual energy you've cultivated, the more ability and capacity you have for drawing those lines, for cultivating that, that connection with a person, another person. Uh, it's a skill. And I, I, I like to remind people that sex is a skill. It's not just, it's either good or bad, or your pussy is good, or your, <laughs> your whatever, your genitals are high quality. It doesn't, it's not that. It's mm-hmm. actually a skill that you can develop over time, just like anything else, mm-hmm. anything yeah. else. Yeah, and it's like to, to share that skill with someone else like makes it a practice. It's like be um, ritualistic and to be invested in like the learning um, and like growing and, you know, it's like, that's when it becomes a practice. Like it to me, it's a spiritual practice. It's a healing art. And so in order for it to like really be um, activated in that way, um, you have to like, you have to acquire and learn skills. <laughs> like, and that's a part of the practice. It's like, what are you, what are your skills? What are you learning? Cause like, I mean, learning the human body and learning um, another person takes time and takes practice. And we all, I mean, I hope like for me, I'm like, I'm always trying to do my practice. My practice right now is celibacy. Um, and so I'm like, you know, there's different ways that we can activate and hone in and, you know, learn. And sometimes you have to just step away from other folks. And sometimes you have to really get clear on your boundaries. Cause that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because <laughs> um, yes. if you don't know your boundaries then people will literally you know, always try to step over them, not honor them because they don't know what they're trying to honor. And if you're not upholding them, then I mean, it's just a slippery slope. That's what, that's my, um, my testimony. 
<laughs> that's my testimony. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The the boundary thing is really interesting, and I I as often as possible, I also like to give the public service announcement. <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. it's a pussy glitter pus- public service announcement, and that mm-hmm. is it's really hard to honor your boundary when you're very, very, very attracted to someone. Mm. That level, and I'm talking about the like raw, like straight up, like I I get it. Like you can be intellectually attracted to someone and, you know, like really appreciate who they are. I I really get that. And if you're too into someone, that level eight, nine, 10, anywhere eight, nine, 10 and up, if you're that attracted to the person, it's extremely difficult. And my testimony (laughs) is as the solid, people know me to be a decisive person. I've been like this kind of my whole life. I'm a Capricorn, very like, like this is how it is. (laughs) Sometimes to the detriment being like my way or the highway, but you know, I've learned, I've done growth. (laughs) I welcome people in these days, Mm -hmm. but having lived through a situation where I was deeply attracted to this person and like wanted to basically merge with this person, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that level of like, ah, I mean, mm-hmm. very hot sex, very, you know, I was involved with them and I have never been a, a person to be like, go back to like some, and like go back and forth in Guyana where I'm from, uh, it, we call it hold me, loose me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, loose me, like, like get off me. (laughs) I've never been in that where I've been going back and forth of like, I'm done with you. I'm not dealing with you. And then, you know, come full circle. Okay, well, maybe we could do boundaries dashed, (laughs) standards dashed. I was like, whatever, you know, everything's good. I want to merge with you. When it's that level of of attraction it's very difficult to hold those boundaries and that slippery slope is literally right there the higher the attraction the slipperier and the steeper the slope (laughs) Uh, uh, yes (laughs) and and really the only way to combat that is for you to you know for the person to get turned on enough that they can say actually no this is not helpful for me and get some distance from it or see other people Mm-hmm. It can also help if you're if you're if you have the capacity to see other people. But you know, and then endorphins with women and femmes, you know, those that oxytocin is enhanced by the estrogen that we have, and that makes it even more difficult. And if we've had sex with them and orgasmed while we are ovulating, whether you were using protection or not, there's a whole other biochemical way that we get really, really deeply attached to people. So so yeah, it's it's a lot. Boundaries are are huge it's a huge huge personal growth work opportunity (laughs) yeah I've been really um putting this into practice because you know uh one of my recent lovers I just ended a situation with and it was mainly because I feel like the attraction and chemistry was there but not the compatibility in the sense that like like I'm, I want to keep, like I'm utilizing sex as a healing modality and you're using it as a form of escape. And I think everyone has the right to escape, right? Like I'm not here to be like, I mean, I believe in intentional drug use. I believe in like going to the woods and being around no one, like I, whatever it takes to like get away. I get that. But it's like, it can't be, it's, it's not in harmony with my practice yes, in a way where I'm like, my escape is to like be in the moment. And yes, and like all this other stuff, but also it needs to be healing for me. 
I can't use this like um, unconsciously because it's causing a lot of harm. And like, also what is like, you know, this idea of like cult, this hiding culture. I mean, we talk about DL culture, but like that, that also like, like society like um, supports people to hide and not be truly who they are and like things like that. So like, I, I think I take that in consideration, but I'm also thinking about like, what is, where are we aligned? And cause like, are we really aligned? And like, is the attract, like I had to really like understand that like also me dealing in potential was me dealing with so much with attraction and chemistry that I wasn't thinking about compatibility. Absolutely. And it's, it's important to be mindful. And, and that, that plays into the aspect of, of identifying needs. You expressed a need to be conscious in the activity that you're doing. Your thing is, has been being visible. I've been working on that myself as well over time. I mean, I've come out of the closet, quote unquote, <laughs> to, with my practice so many times there have been these layers of like how can i be more vulnerable how can i reveal more of who i am how can i be truer to my actual personal being this how can i honor the spirit that has been poured into this little teeny body <laughs> and fulfill the thing that i'm brought to to this planet to to bring how can i do that more effectively how can i do that with the most truth honesty, authenticity possible. And that has caused me to reevaluate. Oh, look at that. Look at how I was hiding there. I'm a coach. So I'm like the best, one of the best hiders. Right. You're like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm true to this. I'm not, yeah. to this. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I know, I know how it goes. I know how to make it look good. Mm -hmm. Um, and so using my own standards versus other people's standards. Cause my Ooh, mediocre yes, is like one. other people's working really, really hard. <laughs> that's the In one certain areas. And I, and I know this and I know this. So how can I actually be vulnerable mm -hmm. in my own authentic way? Yeah. And the more that I do that, the more that I actually see the, the results of my work. I, I know when I go super vulnerable, I can hold my clients in a space where they're super vulnerable and mm -hmm. it's cool because I, I, I've been through that. I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not, I'm not phoning it in. I mean, like I've been there, I've been in the, you know, in the trenches doing the hard, hard, tearful, challenging mm -hmm. work. Hello. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like so real. And it's because I've been in those holes. I've been in those trenches. I've been in those hard, yucky places where people find themselves when they start opening up this sort of like space of secrecy around sex uh, that, that is a cultural norm. It's really normal for people to be secretive about sex. It's really normal for people to not talk about things. It's really normal for people to be silenced around their sexuality, around their sexual and gender expression, around their full authentic being on this planet at this time. And I know one of my, one of my assignments is to be, to represent for authenticity, to represent for this is who I am right now in this moment. And that shit might change. <laughs> Dude, bound to change, <laughs> likely to change. <laughs> Most likely. Right. Okay, and this so, is what it is today. And here I'm bringing like, uh, it with the best quality as possible. Yeah, the the, the best quality. Ooh, yeah, quality. Like, for me, it's quality over, like, and I think, like, two people don't understand that, um, 
you can be having a lot of sex and the quality be maybe lacking or you're still in a repressed energy so you're not really being fulfilled like the, the like the amount of sex doesn't equal to the quality of sex and so um trying to differentiate or trying to identify what that is for oneself is super important too because uh, i've realized that we can get in relationships with folks that we genuinely aren't compatible with just out of obligation or just out of like fear of being alone or just out of like comfort or just out of like fully not engaging with our authentic truth so therefore we're like like engaging in people who don't also live in their authentic truth that's one thing that I've been like you know really investing in is like folks who like want to understand themselves more um, and being around people who are like that is just incredibly freeing um, even if you like are trying to understand what like being free or getting free means when we talk about decolonizing ourselves and like being sexually liberated like it's important to be around people who are doing this work because then it challenges you community is everything yeah that is so true i'm wondering when it comes to um dating sex and romance for folks um that are like 40 or older um typically what are they um expressing in the dating scene or like what are they um, kind of what things have they been talking to you about? Um, yeah, it, I've, I've actually seen, uh, the, the kind of break happen around 35. Mm -hmm. So when folks get to like 35, yeah, 35, 40, mm -hmm. it's especially for women and femmes, there's this, um, <laughs> there's almost an expiration date for women mm -hmm. at around 30 ish, early thirties. And that expiration date is on their reproductive value, mm. not their inherent value. Mm. <laughs> and when, and that reproductive value that is held for women, like when women are too old or like start getting gray hair, like three gray hairs and like, and, a, and a, some laugh lines and like a woman is feeling like she's old. It's total fucking bullshit. And it's related to women being held as property and chattel and producing children. That is what that shit is about. It's not even actually about you as a, and your inherent value as a woman. So I say all that to say, to give the context that if someone is thinking, oh, I'm expired, I'm too old, or I'm, I'm not as much value as someone, <laughs> I'm expired. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Real. It's, it's, I mean, it's so real. And we may not use that word, but we that's may. That's what they mean. Real. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's really what's going on. That's what happens. And that's what tends to be going on. And so, mm -hmm. A person coming to a dating sphere or a relationship from that place is coming from a place of scarcity, coming from a place of, I need to find someone who is going to like me, even though I'm old, <laughs> which is bullshit. Women over 35 are entering their sexual prime. And when I say I'm talking about like being more interested in sex, being more adventurous, kind of letting go of the the social norms, if they're able, it depends on their level of conditioning, but generally we're starting to come out of giving a fuck about what other people think. We're starting to. <laughs> My encouragement for women mid thirties and early forties and on up is to keep cultivating that your own sexual energy 
so that you can create a path for yourself that's not determined by who your next lover is or who your next boyfriend is or who your next partner is. I don't give a shit about that. It's not actually that important. The people will come. The people will come. If you're turned on, people will be attracted to you. If you're radiant, but you people will be like, oh, who's that? They will capture your energy. You could be in like a nothing outfit, hair not laid. <laughs> like and you, you could be doing anything, but if you're radiant in your mm. pajamas or loungewear, <laughs> folks will show up to, to be a recipient of the glitter that you are giving off. Period. It's it's not a it's not a thing like and then you know women being like oh no no like I don't know if I can get sex or have sex I'm like you can as a woman or a femme sex is not a problem mm-hmm. like you can always get that that companionship partnership the the living sharing of one's life that's a different story but and the radiance and clarity that you get by prioritizing your own pleasure is what sets the stage for that. Period. It's like you set the stage, build that they will come. <laughs> Pun intended. Like I, I don't know. It's like I think yeah, yeah. The, that scarcity mindset is yeah. is a byproduct of white supremacy and imperfectionism that does not even exist. And um, yeah. honestly, I'm like I, I feel like dating isn't isn't a an ex- what I say a loaded baked potato. That's what I call it. Where it's like <laughs> it's a lot going on personally and um interconnectedly and you know whatever but it's like at the end of the day I think you're saying like the lack mindset is something that you have to work with when it comes to clients and coaching it's like the lack mindset is usually what you're you're in process with with your clients so that they get to that abundance that they need absolutely absolutely the we have scarcity in almost there's there's a scarcity mentality that pervades this entire society for the reasons that you said exactly that it's that white supremacy it's the you know black people owe everybody else like else and are should be of service brown people whoever they are also need to be subservient and and like y'all don't get as much as the white folks and within that framework there's literally all this emotional labor that we're doing just to honor our own value. Our own value is also deeply connected to our being. And when we cut ourselves off at the root, and I mean that energetically, when we're disconnected from our sexuality, we can't even access our own power. And then we say things like, speak truth to power as if we don't have power. And we say, (laughs) I mean, we gotta watch our mouths. Period. Power is, the definition of power is literally the ability to do work. Every human being, even a little teeny, teeny, tiny baby has the ability to do some kind of work because it is work latching onto a titty. (laughs) (laughs) That's, them babies be working. Mm -hmm. They're like, I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna grow. I wanna grow, Mm -hmm. I wanna grow. Every human has the capacity to do work. I don't care about your physical ability Mm. or lack of ability. I don't give a shit. Mm. You have the ability to work, to do work. Therefore you have power and you are power. Mm. Everybody has their own, their own 
power frequency that exactly is, and like you know I think too like the way we wield that is different and we got to honor the way people use their power and like also decolonize our connected relationship to it because like a lot of people when it comes to relationships and power dynamics I was talking to my friend about this yesterday mm-hmm. it's like I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't trust me to lead them because the authentic connection is going to be we both are leading each other or learning from each other or impacting each other in a way like that's the point of being in a relationship you're going to be impacted by one another and if yeah. you want all the control and you don't trust me to lead or guide you or teach you what I know or share my life with you then you can't do the same for me and it's a, it's an imbalance of power and so that's what I'm always, um, especially as a dom with power play and all these other things, I'm always considering who can I share power with? Because those are the people I want to build relationships and connections yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the power dynamic is so key. And as we play with our own power, literally play <laughs> with our own power, because your genitals are super powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you have a uterus, it is literally the location where the non-physical comes into the physical and that's in your panties or your briefs or whatever you or you're not whatever you're not wearing whatever you wear whatever however you like however you whatever you name those however however you flowing (laughs) you know can you imagine like non-physical to physical bringing something from an idea into reality that is literally what our genitals are doing, whether they're actively making a baby mm-hmm. or they're supporting us in our sexuality and our sexual energy, which is our creative life force. That is the thing that drives the inspiration where we're making something you know, for our work or for, for yeah. someone or doing something. It's our sexual energy. And when we walk around like we got a Barbie crotch. <laughs> I don't even know what a Barbie crotch is. What that means? It's flat. It's nothing. It's nothing oh. there. You ain't got genitals. People acting like they ain't got genitals. Like, oh, you know, they all tied up and they're not accessing their sexual energy. Mm-hmm. If, if you're there, mm-hmm. if, the, if the person who, who is listening to this is like acting like in, in certain instances where that they don't have genitals or like they're not a sexual being, I don't care how you choose to use your sexual energy. But having it on board as fuel will serve your entire life. It'll serve your entire life. So you're saying in regards to asexual folks, people who are like, um, you know, uh, maybe not as sexually inclined, like on the the physical level, you're saying that like there's still an energy, um, like a kundalini (laughs) that you can access in life force that you can utilize it is creative energy you could you don't have to use it for physicality you're saying that like your power can be wielded also in your work the relationships you build okay i get yeah it's it's your manifesting power Mm -hmm. it literally is so and that's that's why i make sure to say like for sex, sexually sovereign beings, mm-hmm. it doesn't Ooh, mean yeah, that. say that word, sovereign. <laughs> if, if you're a sexually, if you're working towards sexual sovereignty, period, then you, then you get to choose. If you're sovereign, you get to choose. You're not on scripts. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's do that. Period. <laughs> okay? Like, yes. we don't have to act like it ain't. Cause it is, we got here because of sex. Everyone's here because of sex. Somebody fuck somebody. <laughs> or, you know, there's so many ways to 
now to like um procreate but you're saying like that energy was invested in creating a life regardless at some point mm -hmm. at some point someone had sex before the technology that we have oh, now okay, I get what you're saying. that eliminates pop uh copulation mm -hmm. fine i don't care somebody fucked somebody at some point that's why we're here <laughs> fair um, <laughs> so i'm wondering with this abundant mindset and like getting yeah. past scarcity and like all these things that you're highlighting what are your perspectives on breakups and divorce and what tools do you suggest for folks who are, um, I mean, I guess any, this could be applied to anyone, but particularly older folks um, that are considering getting out and dating again, like what are you kind of um, talking about what your thoughts are? Um, so one, uh, another PSA, <sighs> longevity ain't shit if you're not getting n nourished in the situation. And many, 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 many people who have long relationships are not being nourished. They're tolerating, they're hanging in there, they're, you know, and I'm not saying everybody who has a long-term relationship is in this boat. And I'm saying that it ain't shit if it ain't serving you. So people are like, oh, I wanna stay together. And like, and that, again, that plays into that scarcity or like, oh, we've, you know, we've worked so hard over all these years um, and we need to stay together, you know, for whatever reason, for the kids, for the longevity, for the whatever, but if it's not serving you, then you need to, I would encourage people to renegotiate. So for people in existing long-term relationships, if it's not serving you, I encourage you to say that it may not be easy to say that it may not, you may not have the words to say that, but that's what professionals like myself and other coaches who and therapists who work on this stuff that's what we're here for we're here to support people in having those difficult conversations so for those who are moving out into the dating world especially after you know some of the by the way like older women are the most fun to coach <laughs> because that, like especially as they're starting to enter menopause or they're solidly in menopause their you know estrogen is way lower so like their testosterone is all high and they're like my panties are on fire and they're like 65 they're like these dudes yeah. cannot keep up with me i had a dude i mean a, a lady she's probably 65 70 yeah and the grocery store line was like yeah my boyfriend 50 years old but he ain't giving it to me right i'm like I maybe i got on my head like i'm sex positive but she just said that in the grocery line to me and i was like, right i was like well i hope you get some toys or a new lover or yes. something that's going to bring yes. you satisfaction yes. or tell him to use a toy shoe absolutely mm -hmm. and older women also are have have way fewer fucks to give <laughs> like they're just like i'm i don't give a shit like this lady was not giving a shit in the line letting you know like here's what's up <laughs> He said, I gotta let somebody know because this nigga not listening. Right. He ain't doing it. He ain't doing it. So so as as women and femmes get out there in the dating uh pool again, I always, always, always encourage, yes, please go for your own pleasure. Decide what what it is, what is it that you're looking for? Not the laundry list of this person has to be this, 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 this. What do you? Instead, ask yourself, what do you want to experience inside of relationship? The, the stuff that you and I have been talking about in relationship is authenticity and can I be met? You know, is what is our power situation? We've been cultivating the idea of what we desire for a while. So we can say specifically, I need to be met 
in this, this, and this way. Most folks are not paying as much attention to what they desire in their relationship or, or what the experience is that they would like to have in their relationship. They're only saying, I want a warm body to fill the empty space in my life. I want someone to share the bed with me and go on trips. That's cool. But there, there are a lot of warm bodies. There are billions of warm bodies on this planet <laughs> that will absolutely have different ways of being warm in the space with you. So if you decide like, hey, I want to experience an activity partner, for example. Uh, an activity partner is not someone who may live with you. It's someone who you might go do some activities. Or do you want to be living together with someone? What's, what's the experience you want to have? Do you want to have two houses that are next to each other? Because <laughs> like, that might bro, be move. <laughs> that might be where it's at. <laughs> to be fair, uh, women, women who are older uh, have established themselves in their lives pretty much. And they probably have, they're probably pretty good at taking care of themselves. Not necessarily with men who are their peers, especially the older they get even right now, because that means the more traditional the dudes are. And so it, for example, my mother at 72, if she were to get with someone now who's her age, that dude's going to want her to cook for him. She, my mother ain't having none of that. She's like, uh, we can go out. <laughs> Like, no, you can no take man. me out, right. but, but no, I got my house. You need a, you need a house cleaner. <laughs> you need, Ooh. you need a maid or something like, <laughs> not me. <laughs> so get clear on the experience that you would like to have. And I actually have a tool that I use with my clients called the relationship vision worksheet. Mm -hmm. And that is a really good way to get clear especially for women and femmes to actually start bullet pointing the kinds of things that you desire so that when you're speaking and I I'm speaking in heteronormative terms, this works for everyone, but because women and femmes don't tend to think in bullet points, we tend to think in like the whole experience and this and this and this and this and all the details, the sheet helps you bullet point it. So if you're talking to a man who speaks more in bullet points, it is helpful to, to have that. Uh, available so that you can speak clearly and know what you want. This also works with women and femmes when you're sharing that information with them as well. Oh, great. Um, I want to ask you a more personal question. Hmm. Um, what sex toys have you been into lately? Or like, what are your favorite toys? This is a segment um, called Toy Story. So share your toy story. <laughs> so uh, I've been working with uh one of the suction toys so the satisfier pro mm. two or whatever mm. uh and it's interesting because of like how it works the way that i use it is might be different than other the way other people with vulvas use it um mm. so i'm not a tip of the clip person like do not mess with the tip of my clit is way too sensitive like i don't want like can we work the shaft can we work the sides can we work the this other mm. part like mm. so like i'm working with the with the satisfier pro 
with the shaft primarily and sometimes it might go you know further over to toward the tip but but that's that one um and then i have like an old fave that is a it's a it's a phallus shape insertable mm -hmm. uh but like i hate the i hate the like the ones that look like a penis. <laughs> mm. So this one is like, it's got curves and swirls on it. Mm. It's kind of gothic a little oh, bit, cool. mm. <laughs> but it's got a curve on it. Cause I really like, I really like, um, you know, G-spot stimulation. And I've, I've also been, so the, again, the way that I'm using it is more like um, internal massage than it is like bang, 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 bang on my, mm. on my G-spot. Like I'm like, what's happening all around like what's happening in every area and a tool like that that has that curve is um is able to get those spots um it's not out yet but a, a colleague of mine is developing uh it's called a sexual seeker tool um i don't have all the information yet she's still it's still in development and it's a fantastic tool to access these different areas. So there's a longer side and a shorter side, but it does have these curves so that you can angle it and get it to all those spots so that it is more like a vaginal massage or an internal massage, yoni massage, however you want to mm -hmm. refer to it. Um, so you're starting to access like a fuller range of the sensations that are inside. Um, and, and as I have done that, as I've explored my own body, it I've gone to new areas, new spaces. I've been studying sex for like 20 years and not, you know, 20 plus years mm -hmm. now. And like literally last week, I discovered some new, a new mm -hmm. thread that I want to pursue Yeah, and like find out, oh, what's going on with this? Oh, this is interesting. Ooh, <laughs> I felt that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on that path now. I'm, I'm wanting to check that out. So really interesting. There's no end to what you can find and explore about your own body. So it's, so if people are getting bored with their self-pleasuring practice. Like, you know, talk to somebody, talk to a professional, listen to a, a podcast. Yeah. There's so much, <laughs> Take to it with me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I knew like, you know, one of my like interesting story stories is like when I got this chakra dildo for my birthday and I thought that I was like, Oh, going to use it internally. I did, but it was more for like throat stimulation. Like me and that, I was like, okay, like we, we vibe in like, but it's like all in the throat. And I'm like, that is so interesting. I never felt so like orally connected to a toy ever before. <laughs> and I was That's like, fabulous. Yeah. I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> I'm like, learn something new every day about yourself. Shoot. It's true. And that like, honestly, it, you, it has to be like, for me, that's the play. Like, I'm like, you know, my, my one of my friends is like, Aries, y'all are kind of like little kids. People don't realize like how innocent your love can be. And so uh, I realized like the more play experience or energy that is in my within me and my connections with other people, then it yes. becomes more lighthearted. And like, there's more abundance and possibility because it's not a performance. And like, we, we're not uh, performing who we are. We're just like, you know, exploring who we are. And so I'm like so grateful for for that experience with the toy, but also for like understanding how my um, my sexual energy moves is very lighthearted and playful. And like, you know, of course it can be sadistic in its own way, but it comes from a place of like really just wanting to genuinely play as an adult. <laughs> I'm like, I genuinely just want to play. And um, sometimes, you know, adults, we can be a little hard edged 
um and boring to me <laughs> yeah i mean um, sex as far as i'm concerned sex is adult play mm-hmm. this is how we pl- it is it is a way that we can play it's not the only way we can play of course right. and if we approach it from a space of play and this is something that i um, cover in my in my course in my online course is that you can bring a sense of play into the bedroom and beyond to enhance all of your experiences when we lose that we lose our creativity we lose our our like sense of wonder and it's that i mean sex is fascinating our bodies are fascinating and if it's boring then you're probably not paying attention or you're probably not present or like or 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 responsive to what you need so yeah it's it's there's there's so much personal growth stuff involved in our sexuality or so much potential for personal growth in our sexuality so much we can learn about ourselves that's been stunted and cut off because of our relationship with sexual shame and so it, it's so key to work on this stuff because no one is encouraging like there is no one in our society other than educators and you know <laughs> folks in the sexuality sphere who are talking about this and everyone else is talking mad shit about it and that's most of why we're in the various fucked up situations socially that we're in right now i think uh people having less sexual shame would handle a lot of global issues a lot of the global issues if not all of them yeah i really feel like liberate when it comes to liberation sexuality is literally the root of everything um because it deals with so much interpersonal relationships um safe sex uh like relationship struggles um monogamy non-monogamy uh you know gender and um gender expression and you know what I'm saying? All of these things that make up how we engage as humans, sexuality is that's what that's why I like sex, like comprehensive sex ed is so important. Ah, oh, so key, so key. Um, so I wanna I wanna talk about just the tip. Y'all know we have this segment called just the tip where we have a guest. If there's a fem and fam member listening, Tazima, what would be your tip for them as far as your work in cultivating a radiant sex life? Prioritize your pleasure in every way possible. You prioritizing your own pleasure, engaging in genuine, authentic self-care. And the only way you can get to genuine, authentic self-care is through identifying what pleases you. And that can literally be something as simple as the sky. Like, that's mine. I purposefully got this particular place where I live because my bedroom is at the corner. It's gorgeous. It has a bunch of windows, which means my heating bill is high. <laughs> but I, when I wake up and I open these windows, I get to see the sky unencumbered by buildings or trees because I'm above the tree line. I love that. And that brings me so much pleasure every single day. It nourishes me. So it's not just about like, what are you, what are you into in sexy wise? It's not about that. It's actually, what are these granular things that you can give yourself every single day? Do you have a favorite lotion that smells really good that you have up on the shelf and you're only going to use it when you have a date? Fuck that. 
use it today. <laughs> do you have a special tea or coffee or do you have a special outfit or like go ahead and be extra, put that extra ass outfit on, you know, like do that thing. D don't wait to wear, you know, to wear the fancy shoes until you are going to do something with, put on the fancy shoes and go to the groceries. I mean, if you can walk in them, I mean, I'm not in, <laughs> make sure you can walk in <laughs> or if the pain of, of that is good for you, or if you don't have pain, it's all good. Whatever it is, it's not always a mani-pedi and a massage for self-care. Mm, Sometimes real. it's literally, I'm not going to talk to this person or I'm going to say no, that can be pleasurable to say no, because you're saying yes to yourself, taking some of that stuff off of your plate. As women and femmes were wired to take care of other folks, this is completely counter socialization, completely uh, counter like our natural proclivity to take care of others. No one is going to like lose anything when you serve yourself. I'm specifically talking to women and femmes. I'm not talking to the dudes. I love y'all. I love men, love masculine folks. I'm not talking to the high testosterone people right now because it's a different thing. I'm talking specifically to women. This is a woman and femme thing. High estrogen folks is we are wired. Our brains are literally telling us to make sure everybody else is okay. But we're not in a cave. We're not on a savanna. We're not in the wilderness right now. Anyone listening to this probably has a very highly developed cell phone in their pocket <laughs> or somewhere nearby. And so we're not in a scarcity space. You can take 20 minutes to prioritize pleasure. Yes, thank you for that. And I want to um, highlight too for folks who you know don't identify with gender at all that these same principles can be applied to you and your life. Um, you know, gender is a colonial imposition. So we're speaking, you know, um, fluidly as it can be, but also applying it to folks um, of all gender expressions. And Absolutely. pleasure is something that, uh, you know, when we talk about being sovereign, a sovereign person, it means to like, to live in your truth. And so that goes with, you know, identifying with gender or not, or not at all. Um, and, you know, I think my, my biggest takeaway from this conversation has been um, the, the tools that really can allow us to be sovereign and the creativity and the radiance that we have is a creative um, conduit for us to change um, ourselves and to share our beauty and love and radiance with other people because we all impact each other. So I think the beauty of pleasure in sex and, and relationships and knowing that like they have their own um, life um, and that they have their own um, timeline and not to get all of, you know, one of the things I really took away was not getting so caught up on longevity because longevity doesn't equal healthy or it doesn't equal satisfied or it doesn't equal um, collaborative. <laughs> um, so being more, um, being more aligned with your authentic truth and your boundaries so that way you can align with folks who you can be in healthy connections with. And that, and saying no is a part of that, that pleasure practice and inviting your enthusiastic yes is a part of that pleasure practice. And, um, getting out of that scarcity mind, you taught me so much about like getting out of the scarcity mindset, what that really looks like. And like, 
what's the nuance of everything you know what i'm saying because there's a nuance uh to this experience or to this sexuality that we're talking about so i just want to be like thank you you've touched on so many gems and i'm so excited to have you on the podcast um especially the second season for like coming back like we never left um, <laughs> so i'm so happy thank you I'm so honored to be here with you and congratulations on your second season. That's super dope. And yeah, everything like sexuality is, is like the secret. I think it's like the secret ingredient to like a vibrant life. If we address it with like healthy, with a healthy approach, with a playful approach, with our own highest and best good and the highest and best good in mind of, of all those around us. And I, I'm, I'm never worried about, you know, you know, the women that I attract into my world and the people I attract into my world are people who really care about others. They really, really want to serve their purposeful people and having that sexuality on board is going to give them the fuel to affect and serve everyone around them. I'm not worried about them getting, you know, <laughs> getting distracted. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, what I'm more concerned on is, is having everybody have what they need to thrive in this, in this lifetime, because we, we need, we need the humans. We need the humans to do what they do. That's so real. And so for our feminism fam listening, where can they find you? What's a good way to connect with you? So I am uh, the easiest, best way to get all of my goodies is to go on Instagram, which I'm on there is Tazima Paris and two R's, uh, two, two R's, two R's. <clears throat> and then uh, on my website, infinitelating.com. So that's infinite, like infinity relating as in relationships, infinitelating.com. And you can get some goodies there as well. And here, you know, see a little bit more about what I do. Yay, this uh, is so exciting. So many goodies. Yeah. You also have toys on your site, like a recommended toy suggestions thing. I do have recommended toy suggestion. And I also I also have a very new online course that I that Ooh. I just released. I'm very excited. It's called Pussy Glitter Advanced Sex Ed for Grown Ass Women. And so <laughs> for women over 35, like come get these skills. And so um, that, yeah, that link is going to be available on, on the Instagram site as well. That's so cute. I love the name. That's Thank so fun. You. Yes. Um, so yeah, y'all take advantage. Connect with Tazima. All of this information will also be in the show notes. So if you didn't pick, uh, pick up what Tazima was putting down, we're going to have it written out for you. to follow sex kiki on twitter at underscore sex kiki and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate review and subscribe until next time community peace